All right. Hi, Brian. Hey, Bill. How are you doing? Really well. Really well. So thanks a lot for um, taking uh, time out from your Easter holidays to come and chat. So you've got a, a company since 2016. What, what is it? What do you, what do, you do? Basically, uh, it's called EOV. Uh, we are, well, we started off as a um, video subscription company, a basis of building a platform to become a video subscription model, um, which we found out wasn't going to work um, on a commercial basis, really. So we changed it to being a, a video delivery network. Uh, our USP is obviously the uh, our video compassion, which is, if not mind me saying so, is second to none. And you started that business with Paul? So that business with Paul, yeah. It's, it's basically Paul's idea. Um, Paul was developing it for about eight years previously. So well, he's the brains then? Paul is definitely the brains, yeah. The guy's a genius, but don't tell him that. He'll probably hear it now. He's going to be listening to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. I hope he is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. It will be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we started that in So how did you get started then? How did you, how did you meet Paul? I met Paul on a previous project um, called Game Day, uh, which was a, a social sports social media platform. Um, it was okay. Um, that actually bought out by uh, my partner at the time, a business partner, I should say. And Paul approached me, uh, well, he gave me a call actually after while I was in my car, which I'm sure you'll get to shortly, yeah. Um, we're going to cover a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah. So uh, just uh, to speak about um, what what you were thinking, I said it couldn't come at a better time because of I'm sat in my car and I've been out of data, and that's what we discussing it. And he brought me on board, um, and it's been a long, been a long drag. It's been hard. Yeah, but it's been worth it. It will be worth it. And that's a little bit different from previous jobs that you had, or previous careers, I should say. Yeah, um, I was a professional fighter uh, in, in my younger days. Younger so, days. In my younger, lot young, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> lot younger days. Um, I did Thai boxing. Uh, just started when I was seven years old. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, my my guilty pleasure. Yeah. He's getting into me and getting beat up. So, are you, do you, is there? Um, do you have a family of boxers, fighters, or is it? I train at a place called Salford MMA. Uh, some mixed martial arts gym at the moment um, and it's, it's one big family there and um, what was it about fighting that you enjoyed then except for getting beat up yeah I, I start, I was, does that mean you you're rubbish then or no it was really good <laughs> I started uh, when I was seven like I said um, I was bored at school and yeah. my dad took me to um, judo um, I was going to this room at the back in a church um, basement and get changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a jockstrap, thinking, what do we do with this? I had no idea. And I got upset. Uh, and then uh, a guy came in, um, a Thai guy, um, said, saw me upset, asked for my dad, dad came in, um, and he said, well, let's just go home. And I asked this guy, what do you do? He said, a, a Thai boxing instructor, a Thai instructor, what's that? And he told me, and I was hooked from then. And then since then, it's just been, uh a huge passion and but I guess um, things changed New Year's Eve 2002 yeah things changed, did change quite a lot it was a massive passion of mine um, I did pretty well at it I was an undefeated uh, Thai boxer wow really 21 fights 21 wins 17 knockouts and one British title um, due to fight for the European and world title um, but as you mentioned New Year's Eve 2002 
that all changed. What happened then? Um, I went on holiday, which you don't regret. It was nice. Barbados, lovely place. Never been, but I would love to go to Barbados. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice, nice place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was used to go on a, a cruise. Yeah. And um, the, that usual Titanic movie where they put you below the waterline and you're that low, you can't, you no windows. Oh my God. And I thought, no, I can't, I can't handle that. Yeah. So uh, I said, I'm getting off. So I got off and then I booked into a hotel. And the next day, um, I thought I'd go jet skiing. Went on the jet ski, um, loved it that much, got back to the beach. And the guy said, looks like you've enjoyed that. So I loved it, anything, yeah. extreme sports. And, and he said, well, I've got a, a tournament jet ski at home. Would you like to have a go? I never forget his name is Ricky, so you had a tagline, Ricky's the name, jet ski's the game. Um, and he brought the um, the uh, jet ski in the afternoon. It was like Concord landing on the beach, it was yeah. that big. Um, I went out on it, and one of the angelic moments where I'm, I'm mm. not at full power, but going fast enough, I looked to my right, and there's a dolphin next to me. So, beautiful moment, until, yeah. you, until you look up and realise that there's a huge swell coming towards me. I couldn't, there's no way I could jump it. So... In a split second, I thought I need to get off, so I jumped off. Ju- yeah. Just jumped up, because I jumped up, the jet ski slowed down. The dolphin cut across me. The jet ski hit the dolphin. Oh no! The swell came up, nose pointing down. I was in the air, and the jet ski flipped and hit my back. Wow! And I bumped my back. I was shattered actually, and it's the exact. People say, "What does it sound like?" Mm-hmm. Um, and how does it feel? Yeah. Um, it sounds like a Kit Kat snapping, and it feels. I can't even put into words the pain that, that, that they would feel. They reckon it's close to childbirth, but I'm not a children, yeah. but I'm told it is. Um, and that was it, I was floating in the in the sea. What were you, um, obviously you must have been in extreme pain, but what were you feeling kind of mentally at that time? What, what was going through your, through your mind? What the, <laughs> have I done? Um, wasn't, still wasn't sure it was broken, it had, it had a snap. Yeah, cause uh, you, I guess you would have been in pain, but you wouldn't have known what, I had no idea what it was. It was just a, a lot of pain. Um, the dolphins were still there, circling me. So it's about dolphins are quite friendly, they are. And obviously all the jet skis and boats started coming towards me. It was quite a large splash, the jet skis right, flipping. Yeah. Um, so people had seen? Yeah, people had seen what happened. Um, but then I had to get back on the jet ski and get it into the beach, which is And painful. so um, what happened then? So uh, you take them back to the beach? Back to the beach, I didn't have insurance. As you know, um, and then we get a taxi to the hospital. Um, sat in a normal chair in a waiting room with a broken back, bottle right. You know, call my name out, wait for the x ray, sit on the table, lie down, and everything. And a guy came out, he says, Is it Brian? He said, Yeah, he said, You broke your back. Wow, just like that, just like that. Um, no, kind what, of what do we do now? Or? Nothing, what, 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 so what do we do now? And he says, Because I was walking. Yeah, you know, it's just like right, okay. when, they, when they said "brought you back," I didn't know to what extreme that that meant. Yeah, you no, know, was it was it was it a chip of the vertebrae or a yeah. small crack? I had no idea. Um, the next day, I went to a, a, a shack in the middle of nowhere, and I was sat down there, and this lady was next to me, and I just said, "Like, what are you here for?" And she said, "Miss Miss Huge, we sold." I was looking at her, thinking I'm in the wrong place. And the guy who, also, who actually puts plaster of Paris on people. Actually, so is is local is is the uh, local cobbler, as well. Oh my god! Um, I had to wait a few weeks to fly home. The only airline that fly me home is Virgin, and I'm not getting paid to mention them. Yeah. <laughs> and what what um, what were you doing then? So this is in an amazing place, Barbados. Yep. But now you've got a broken back. Yeah. What were you doing for those weeks? Just lay in bed. 
literally just laying just, in bed just, just laying in bed and trying to get up and move and still walk around I didn't know to the extent of how much I wasn't told nothing about what what happened um, who were you being supported by then? But Sam was my girlfriend at the time yeah um, he was obviously really supportive yeah. obviously um, but no one else really really bothered you know right. I pulled my parents up spoke to my mum mum don't panic but I brought my back yeah you know how do you tell someone that I'm still walking yeah. apparently I'm not too sure um, luckily I was in Bupa uh, I mean dad was in Bupa and I was obviously uh, attached to the policy are they paying you as well today? yeah <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately they passed away and whatnot. Um, I went to um, Dr. Asap Paul at Bupa when I got home and he scanned it and it was just said that I've for you, someone so young to lose the use of your lower limbs, so I'm bomb walking. He said, it's impossible. You can't, you've seen the picture. You know, yeah. it's, it's shattered. It's a two vertebrae, T12, and one below it is uh, completely shattered. So what um, was, um, so, so you, your back's broken. You shouldn't be walking. Yeah. So he's saying, physically, you just should not be walking. You shouldn't be walking, that's right. Yeah. So how did that make you feel then? Did you feel a bit invincible maybe? Invincible? No, far from invincible. Even though you, you, your back was completely broken, you said you couldn't walk, but you, you were actually walking. Yeah, but I felt, yeah, didn't feel invincible at all. I felt as very, very, very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Quite a religious guy. Um, so obviously, I thank God, etc. Yeah, for that. And when, when a, a consultant of, of, of his standards says to you, the only reason you're not walking is, so you, is because you had the hand of God on your spine. That tells you a lot, really. Yeah. There's not much you can put to that. There's nothing, no, no other reason. And what was that recovery like then from from that kind of, uh, you know, landing back in the UK um, to now? Because I'm sure, um, are you, do you get any pain now? Do you? I'm still in pain now. I'm, I'm, I'm lengthening a little bit. I have scoliosis yeah. as well. Um, I have a curvature of the spine. Due, due to the accident. Right, due to the accident. Due to the okay. accident, yeah. Um, so, yeah, when it's been cold, as it has been the past few months. That really affects. Apparently will continue to be cold, apparently, for another month. Um, yeah, I get pain. I, I, I class myself as a floor dweller. I lie on the floor a lot. Yeah. Um, watch TV on the floor. Does that help the back? It helps a lot. Yeah, it helps a lot. They had, they had choices. They said you can have a, we can pin it. Yeah. They said, or we can keep it as it is. You build it fit um, because of the tie boxing. So, therefore, you, sh- you, know, you should be okay. If you have the operation, you, you learn your front for 12 months, doing nothing. And that's something that you can do. I'm quite an active guy. I like to be doing things and out, you know, so there's no way. Do you think Do you think that's helped you then? The fact that, you know, um, you were physically fit already, um, in great shape. And do you think that's helped throughout that process of breaking your Absolutely. back? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, I had the... The, the, the core there, shall we say, or the bedrock to, to, to build on it and, yeah. and, and move forward. Obviously, it's things like things I used to do, I can't do. You know? Like what? Um, I can't get you in the head anymore. <laughs> Obviously, uh, with side boxing, like, flexibility is gone, yeah. movement, etc. Um, if I'm carrying, like I've got a daughter, if I was carrying my daughter, my back hurts. Yeah. You know, walking here from the car parts here, I'm in constant pain all the time. But it's a manageable pain, you get used to it. You had this amazing career as a, as a boxer, and everything changed in 2002. Sure. And I guess um, you got a lucky break. Yeah, I was lucky. Um, yeah. Because, you know, obviously you're here now, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so that, that was obviously a really tough time in your life. Okay. But 
that's not the only thing that um, life's not been too good to you. No, talk to us I've, had, about, I've had a few curveballs thrown at me. Talk to yeah. us about the homelessness. Yeah, um, I had a, a marital breakdown, um, which affects me more than expected. I thought it would be, I should say, I expected the wrong word to say, one way more I thought it would be, uh, which affected business at the time, um, which meant I lost my business. And so you lost your business? Yeah, couldn't pay my bills, couldn't pay. The game day, as I mentioned before, is part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't as switched on regarding negotiations as I should be. Uh, and it was just a downward, downward spiral. So I, said I couldn't pay my rent. Uh, I spoke to the landlord and said, listen, the situation. Craig was a great guy. So listen, just move out when you can. So I didn't take the mic out of him and just moved out, you know, quick as I could, put my things in, in storage, thinking, I'm going to pay for storage. That type of thing. Yeah, but I did it. Um, I thought, where can I go? So you know, I've got a great, great family, great sister, um, two amazing daughters. I um, it was pride. I couldn't go to anybody, so I ended up sleeping in my car. Okay, so you no. didn't tell anybody at all. No, nobody. How did that make you feel then? Did you feel that you couldn't because of the pride, or do you think that obviously the embarrassment and it was pride and embarrassment, and also I thought I'd, I'd let my, my girls down. That's my dad. My dad's not the person we thought he was. He's not this amazing figure who we think is a rock. Yeah, dad's meant to be strong. Yeah. Looking after the family. Sure, exactly. Um, yeah. So I won't say a, f- a failure as such. I would just say I'd feel the way I'd let them down. Yeah. So I thought, right, just knuckle down. What can I do? What can I do? Um, so I was in my car for a number of months. You know, didn't you? But obviously found out. Yeah. He uh, said, you know, come to me. My sister said, she can't believe she, I'm, I'm not there. You come to me, etc." So I said, no, I can't, I can't. And she understood, they understood. They, 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 they. My sister said, I know how you're wired. You know, you need to get to that bottom place to build properly. Absolutely. You know? So I didn't want to think about self where, you know, yeah, I, I get help in hand. Yeah. Know? Whether it's a bit selfish, and it's, or it's, it's worries me, I'm not too sure, but it was more of a case of, no, I'm starting here, and I'll build here now, and then there's only me to blame in the future if it goes wrong, which it won't. I won't, yeah. allow, I won't allow it to anymore. It won't happen anymore. So, yeah, you, you, you're building these things moving forward. And what was it about that situation that... What was it uh, in that situation that kept you going? How did you... Because um, you could still be homeless now. Yeah. How how did you get out? How did you break that cycle? I was a... Uh, even though I was homeless, I did it in style. I was uh, <laughs> I was sleeping in the Marriott car park, so I did it in style. So I did. We made sure I kept my levels of hygiene up, etc. I went into the uh, sneaked into the gym and a shower. You know, in the early 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 morning, still took my daughter to school in the mornings. Um, picked her up. Well, so you were, you were living a double life, really. Yeah, yeah. And nobody knew. No one knew. What about, what about your back? How did that? I was agony, yeah. Car chairs aren't supposed to be orthopedic. Yeah. Uh, unless you stood up right, or sat up right with the, the lumbar support in place, etc. But lying in, in the in a car, yeah, on the front. So the comfiest place, you know, if anyone was listening, he may be homeless in the future, is always the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel a bit more enclosed as well, more protected because the steering wheel's there. It's a crazy thing. A lot of things go through your mind. You know, I only had one. I don't know, one bad night where I just thought, I just... Really? Yeah. Yeah, one bad night I went for a long walk, I was crying, shouting, why me? Why, 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 why? Just, you know, I was cold and I caught fever, so I had a mixture of every, everything, really. 
Mm-hmm. And were you um, using any alcohol or drugs at the time? No, 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 no drugs. No, sorry, no drink, no alcohol, no drugs, nothing. Yeah, no, I don't drink. Still don't drink. Oh, really? You don't, don't, don't drink, drink at all? No, don't smoke. Don't drink. No. no. And um, what what did you learn then from that experience that um, that that maybe somebody else who is you know potentially in a situation like that? Um, what did you learn that you could share? The word is feel. Now, you feel like this is the, the rock bottom. You feel like no one cares. You feel like, you know, angry at the world. You just feel a lot, a lot of emotions and you feel like you'll never get out of the situation you're in. And these are, are assumptions, right? Because yeah, they're assumptions, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it only feels that way. It's not. There's always, always, always a solution there's always a way to change something yeah and that's what that's what i realized and so things things have been on the up yeah 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 pretty much yeah yeah it's good so what what have you been doing um what have you been doing the past few years um working with paul uh, on on the eov platform um we closed our funding round two weeks ago congratulations uh, thank you yeah it's a, it's a long hard couple of years shall we say to uh, you know bootstrapping a company is not easy yeah um, but we uh, we managed to get through it and obviously find the right people mm-hmm. uh, we changed the platform obviously from video subscription to uh, a more video delivery network with the amazing confession which, yeah. which, which you know we have on, on board as well so I guess um, um, people will be reading about that next week or so yeah, yeah so is this an exclusive Kind of. Kind of. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is kind great. Of, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, congratulations to you and Paul for that. Yeah, it sounds you. like. Thank you. And, I, you know, I have um, saw your, your progress actually over the, uh, yeah. the past few years of the company. And even though we didn't directly know each other, yeah. um, I had heard of the platform. That's uh, always nice to know. Seeing Paul in um, Business Cloud. Sure. Um, well, congratulations. That's great. Yeah, great. Thank you. And Paul. Um, Paul's been a little bit more than just a business partner, hasn't he? Yeah, Paul has been a lifeline. This yeah. is how I got involved with um, with, with, with the Ovi. Um, he actually didn't have a name when he when he phoned me. He said, he called me just out of the blue when I was sat in my car. How uh, did you know each other? We knew each other from from uh, the previous company, Game Day. Right, um, Game Day. Yeah, yeah. I employed didn't employ Paul. Paul was one of the, uh, the 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 coders, developers. So you worked together. We worked together. Yeah. He's yeah. an iOS developer, right? Sorry. iOS developer. He's uh, yeah, the guy's a genius. Could do all sorts. Yeah, don't don't yeah, I said before don't so I said that, but he's a uh, yeah, he has, he has a lot. He, he plays himself down a hell of a lot, but he's not. He's a he's a really clean up guy. Yeah, and uh, what what is it about Paul then that you like? Why why uh, why him? He, he, well, he, he, this is the lifeline we were just discussing earlier that I was in the car, you know, had a page go phone, mm-hmm. minute of data, thinking, oh, goodness sake, you know, he just. More words than that, but you know. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he literally phoned me and just said, like, hey, how's it going? Just thought I'd give you a call, etc. blah, blah. Um, and did I, he know? I've got, no, he had no idea. No idea. He said, I've got something. So what's that, flu? You know what I mean? And uh, he said, no, he, um, a developing, explain what it was, the compression platform. Sounds good. And he said, okay, you know, I want someone to help me push it forward and face it. And, you know, working with you with and game day, um, I trust you. Um, so that was a, a big driving force behind it. So it brought me on board. Um, 
And mm. what what skills did you bring to that to that party? Apparently, yes, Paul, none. <laughs> but his, uh, no, his, um, he was obviously my business acumen, um, network of people that I knew, etc. Um, and the big thing for Paul, as I mentioned, is trust. Right. Um, there was an incident during game day where the person who was, who was paying him, his company was paying him, um, told him lies. And he came to me right. and asked me if it was true, but I was open and honest with him. Yeah. And that's what... So he admired that? That's what, yeah. So I guess that I stuck with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah did. So when he was looking for a business partner, he thought right. that I know this amazing guy. Yeah. Little did he know that you were homeless at the time. That's right. Yeah. So, what does he, um, what does he think now? Back to, you know, that situation. Does he know how much that he's helped you? Or of course, yeah. And I'll never, I'll never let him forget that either, as, as well. You know, even during obviously with the funding round, we just sat, we sat there, big smiles on our faces, when yeah. we just signing documents, etc. And you do know. you think back and think? Wow, how how much things have changed? Yeah, it's, it's still early days yet. There's still a, a hell of a lot to do yeah. uh, in the business, but it's uh, from where, where I was or where we was as a, as a business to start off with to where we are now, it just pulls apart. And what I really admire about what you're doing now is um, you're really um, passionate about uh, other things outside of work, so. You so you're doing a charity event. I am April twenty second. Yeah. So, okay. Well, what's that for, and why are you doing it? That's for the uh, Joshua Lancaster Foundation. Who's Joshua? Uh, Joshua was a was a young young boy, three years old, um, who um, unfortunately uh, got cancer, um, got an aggressive form of cancer, I believe, and um, he unfortunately passed away. You know, way too early, way too young, mm. in a very short amount of time. Uh, my daughter Emma, she's um, one of the fundraisers for for oh, the amazing. charity because um, Joshua's mother is her, her friend Sammy, and said, "Dad, would you come out of retirement and have a fight?" So long, hard thinking, about an hour of constant text messages to me yeah. saying, "Please, please, 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 please," and "Daddy, daddy, daddy." You know? Yeah, I said, "Well, I won't just do a normal fight. I'll make it a little bit special." Uh, so we're doing a fun a fun day. But I'm actually doing a marathon fight. Where I'm fighting 30 fighters over eight hours. Um, it should be a very tiring physical day. But we're raising money for that, obviously. And that's going to um, take it out of you mentally, isn't it? Yeah, mentally and physically. Yeah, definitely. But I think, obviously, with my experience of, of fighting in the past, it should be doing it. And I'm fighting in, in Australia where I know I'm fighting at the gym at Salford MMA. So it's, it's not an unknown surroundings where, where, where I am. Is it not a danger that you could um, hurt yourself again? Of course, yeah. Yeah. How but, does that um, make you feel? Um, um, people that span with know my ailments and know uh, my back, so so everybody uh, you're fighting knows knows, yeah. So although it's mixed martial arts, you know, I'm fighting many different styles. I'm fighting boxers, um, Thai boxers, you know, um, wrestlers. They all know. Just don't slam him too hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. thing, you know, be gentle. Be, yeah, be, be be gentle. You know, be slamming everything else. Just you know. Have fun, you know. It's amazing how people have put a name down for the last fight. So uh, um, that's amazing. Yeah, shattered. So it's amazing, but I'm just slightly nervous for you. Uh, I'm not nervous. I'm nervous. I'm not. I just you know, it's, it's a big enough cage, so I can run around a bit <laughs> and get out of the way. So you've been on a crazy journey. Yeah. What what when you think back, what do you what do you see? What do you would you would you change anything? Would you do anything differently? Would you would, would you have gone on that jet ski again? 
in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. Of course, I don't be back breaking. You know, that's a different thing. But you know, if it had stayed in the boat, would have fell over and drowned. There's lots. You of can things. always think like yeah, that. Yeah, you can always yeah. think that way. Type of thing. You know, if I wouldn't have bumped my back, would you have got a, a kick to the head during the, the European or World Title fight and been badly, badly injured? Even though broken back, he's badly injured. But it could be, could be, it could be worse. Mm. You know, you got to think of the, the things in life to say. You know, this is what happened. It happened. It's a hill. Get over it. Yeah. Carry on. And that's how you stay motivated. You have to be. You have to be. Yeah. Definitely. I think. People say, like, what would you say to your younger self? I was going to ask you that question. Was you? You beat me to it. <laughs> what would you ask your younger self? And it's it, what I feel and is that don't rush it. Don't rush everything. It'll happen when it, when it comes. It will, it will come. Yeah. You can't sit back and wait for it to come to you. You've got to go out there and actively do something interesting. But, you know, don't rush. Just because someone's 25 years old is a multimillionaire and you're not, yeah. doesn't mean that it won't happen. Just because mm. they've got the find the trappings in life that society throw at them to say you, you, you must have this to be successful you must have that as long as you feel happy successful healthy loving great family then that's all that matters okay uh, how can people get involved in the charity event what um, can they can they reach you on LinkedIn or Twitter or yeah um, obviously LinkedIn or Twitter Brian Higgins um, on Facebook message me there anything you want to do or if you search the Joshua Lancaster Foundation page on Facebook yeah. itself, um, there's also links on there where you can actually, you know, a crowdfunding page, I think not crowdfunding, there's another page where you can actually raise money. Raise money, you know, okay. For, for the event and, and the charity. Okay, amazing. Yeah, come down, get some gloves. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too <laughs> sure about that. Uh, no, uh, absolutely amazing to, um, to speak to you. Um, and you. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Uh, you've got a... Uh, a really inspirational story and there's some really really great um, uh, things that, that you talked about that people can learn from and I guess um, you know for me it's just showing that it doesn't matter what happens in your life turns and twists and um, the adversity that, that people face you can still come out on the other side absolutely and mm-hmm. even when you think that this is the end or that um, my life can't get any worse. It's just staying motivated, mm-hmm. focusing on your family, health, like you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. You're Thank welcome. you. You're welcome.